Welcome to Insignium Bits, conversations about breakthrough, innovation, and transformation. Hi, everyone. This is Marie-Caroline Chauvet. I'm a partner at Insignium based in Europe. Welcome back to Insignium Spits on breakthrough, innovation, and transformation. Today, I have the pleasure of being joined by Neil Archer, Bristol-Myers Squibb General Manager for Germany. Hi, Neil. Thank you for joining us on this podcast today. Hi, Marie-Caroline. Good to be with you. I asked Neil to join us today to take a deeper dive into what it looks like to undertake a transformation. Neil, you joined BMS following the Celgene acquisition. What did you see that had you say, we need to transform beyond the integration? That's a very good question, Marie-Caroline. I mean, anyone who's been through a merger will understand that many minds are just focused on getting the job done and putting together the two entities in a kind of one plus one equals two mindset equation. Now, Bristol-Myers Squibb and Celgene and the German market were both very different companies and very successful organizations in their own right. And so achieving a one plus one equals two outcome would have in itself been a great achievement for everybody working for the company. And most importantly, the healthcare professionals and patients whose lives our mission is to set out and transform. But there was an opportunity to go further. Uh, And rather than just simply bulk two organizations together, um, myself and the management team around me very quickly spotted the opportunity to create not one plus one is two, but one plus one could be three or four or five by harnessing not just the best bits of the two former companies pre-merger, but defining a common North Star, which would then guide the thinking and the planning around pulling together the two new organizations into something completely new. And so really leaving behind the ashes of the two former organizations as successful as they had been and creating something new, which in itself required a journey of transformation en route to achieving that new North Star. So, Neil, what outcomes were you looking to accomplish when you set out on that journey and, you know, the North Star and the opportunity that you saw possible from the merger? Yeah, it it really, really centered on having a common understanding of the why or the North Star, which every member of the organization could really feel and stand behind. And so we spent a disproportionate amount of time really, first of all, as a smaller leadership team, crystallizing what that North Star was. And then socializing, um, infecting the broader organization with that common understanding so that every decision that was made, every conversation that took place, every crossroads um, in the decision-making journey that, that we came up against was very clearly viewed through that lens. And that was a very unifying feature of the conversations that we had when planning the size, shape, structure and staffing of that new organization. Yeah, thank you. That's great. Oh, and then COVID hit. As a leader, what did you have to bring to bear to navigate through the challenges and stay true to those commitments? Yeah, COVID. Yeah, I mean, the timing of COVID was pretty imperfect, no matter how you look at where you are in life. Um, Leading a large merger, that point in time, COVID couldn't have hit at the worst time. Um, When COVID hit, we were at the stage of having an organization designed on paper but had yet to bring it together physically. So individuals were still asking the question, what is my job? Do I have a job? Who is my boss? Who are my teammates? 
all of these fundamental, understandable human anxieties, which were not helped at all by the fact that we were basically working from home for this period of time. This was a huge learning um, for both myself and, and, and the team around me. And above all else, trust in one another, trust in the team, trust in all employees through the flexibility that we had to afford through COVID was probably the key success factor um, in navigating this very, very challenging time. Trust and communication. Communication was a such an important factor of leadership throughout this pandemic in a virtual setting. You know, effective, regular, empathetic communication, giving clear guidance on what's expected in a very transparent, authentic, authentic way with very simple and often repeated messages were a key and still remain a key leadership toolkit as we navigate through the, the ongoing COVID situation. So, Neil, what would you say were the conditions for success that supported the success of the journey in addition to what you pointed out? Yeah, it comes back to this point around the North Star or the common understanding of the why. And that needs to manifest itself in the shape of a, a truly aligned leadership team who, as the new organization forms, then represent me and the broader organization as they then begin, themselves begin to have the cascaded conversations and discussions around the teams that they are then charged with forming and leading through, leading through these early stages. I think another success factor was really harnessing the collective genius of the broader organization, acknowledging that I didn't have all the answers, my leadership team didn't have all the answers, and just maybe by asking the right questions in the right quarters of the organization, there may be some fantastic new ideas and directions which we hadn't thought of, which could take us to a higher plane. And guess what? That absolutely turned out to be the case. And that was a huge epiphanous moment, I think, for all of us as, as leaders in really trusting in the broader organization, empowering them, and really giving them a feeling that they can have a genuine say over the architecture and future direction of a great new entity being the new combined BMS. And when you say, um, you know, trusting the organization, do you, how many people were involved in that kind of, you know, empowered structure? Well, formally, the, the organization was as such, um, myself and my leadership team, a dozen individuals, um, but we then formed very specifically focus groups to guide and lead the broader organization on a strategic journey, some of the strategic imperatives that we deem necessary to form this new company as effectively and as quickly as possible. And these teams were, start, were, were led by non-management team members, so typically management team minus one or even minus two in terms of formal hierarchy, um, and individuals from literally every level, every function, every corner of the organization then staff these eight focus teams, the total number being around 150 um, of a total workforce of just over a thousand. And then these individuals were charged informally for soliciting the views and opinions of the entire organization. And so I would say, looking back, there are very few individuals who at some point in the organization wouldn't have been asked for an opinion on a topic uh, which was very relevant to the overall strategic direction of the new combined organization. Wow. And when you look back now, you know, we're almost at the end of 2021. What are some of the big accomplishments or the top accomplishments that you're particularly proud of and that may not have been predictable when you started out? Yeah, well, I, th I think successfully completing the merger and the, the merger of Bristol-Myers Squibb and Celgene 
was the biggest in the history of the pharmaceutical industry by stock market volume. Completing that in itself is an achievement. Completing that under conditions of COVID-generated lockdown uh, is something I think which we're all feeling very, very proud of. And having done so with you know, a by and large happy, motivated and engaged workforce is something I think that we'll all carry with us through our careers as a, as a highlight. Um, then I think one of the, the leadership lessons for me, particularly going through this, was just the power in, this, in establishing this culture of trust and engagement at every single level of the organization. You know, there's an old adage, which is true, that um, never be the smartest in the room amongst your leadership team. I take that one step further and really recognize and be humble enough to acknowledge that there are many, many, many smarter people than any leader in the organization. You just got to ask the right questions and give them the permission and create the, the environment for them to prove that. And then great things can really happen. And then finally, um, we often hear that COVID was a catalyst to digitalization, which it certainly was. But looking a level deeper than that, digitalization, becoming comfortable and familiar and fluent with new technologies was certainly an output of COVID, but really driven more by a need to survive than an inherent desire to adopt these new technologies, for which, of course, human nature is naturally sometimes at odds with uh, and, and rejects new ways of doing things. Looking forward now, what do you see that's now possible or what's new or what do you see differently emerging from you know, this COVID era and all the accomplishments of the transformation journey? What we learned lead, leading through this process was the, the, a previous mild allergy to innovating and trying something new, let's call it risk aversion, was swept to one side um, through this notion of having to try new approaches of, of, of ways of interacting with each other and with our customers. And so I think we've been able to generate a much more risk-friendly organization where trying something new, quickly evaluating and feeling comfortable and safe and saying this didn't work, and here's the reason why, is another very positive side effect, the mindset of which we're trying to harness and, and, and jump upon as we move forwards. Thank you very much, Neil, for joining us on this Insignium Bits podcast on transformation. There are a few takeaways that you know I heard from our conversation. It really seems to be about creating the conditions for a true transformation, and those include a North Star, a truly aligned management team, trust in the organization, and empower and engage broadly to harness the collective genius. Is there anything you'd like to add? Yeah, I think you've you've summarized it very well, Mary Caroline. That pretty much captures the essence. You make it sound easy. Um, it's anything but. But I think, as with many things, focusing on getting a few small things absolutely right will, uh, will carry you a long way. Again, thank you very much for your time, Neil. You're very welcome. Over 30 years ago, Insignium pioneered the field of organizational transformation. Please continue to our library in the episodes page of your podcast tool of choice.